Let me tell you something real quick. No, let me tell you something real quick. Let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> Bro, you guys are crazy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Let Me Tell You Something. S-U-M-M-T-H-I-N, baby, we are back. We're feeling good. It, it has been so long since we've been here, but it is happy to be back. You guys can't tell, but it's been it's been long. What's up? I'm Alex. I'm here to my right. The man, the myth, the Modelo. What's up, guy? Modelo. I'm good, man. Welcome back. We're here. Thank you, bro. This is really fuzzy. I haven't felt this. Yeah. We've been with each other for like three hours. I know. See, that's why I'm glad I don't sit by him because then he we haven't to introduced you yet. Touch yeah. and feeling yeah. and I'm like, all right, that's a little, that's a little much. We haven't <laughs> introduced you yet. You can't talk yet. Okay, sorry. And to my left, we got Sean. What's going on, Sean? <laughs> Hi, guys. What's up, Sean? What's up? Don't you know the listeners don't know you're here until I say you're here? It's true. It's like an invisible with a baby. <laughs> We're playing peekaboo. Well, <laughs> welcome back, guys. Uh, this week, we are talking about violence. Uh, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of uh, violence, you know, in our world, in our in our city, in our in our lives, and just kind of go over why the heck there's so much violence going on. Um, a kind of basic definition of violence, and I'm sure it's kind of go it goes unexplained, but you know, behavior, you know, invading someone's personal space, you know, with with physical violence or even verbal, um, and kind of the intention to hurt or damage or, or kill. You know, mm. violence, we see it everywhere. You see it in, in, in small things and you see it in big things. And I mean, a kind of big reason why we're bringing it up right now is all the shit that's going on in the world right now. And if you if you couldn't tell, if you haven't been watching the news or you live under a rock, there's a big, uh, big amount of violence happening in uh, Russia and Ukraine right now with uh, this whole potential World War Three. And I mean, that's not going to be the overall topic of today, but I mean, that's a major, major factor into... Mm-hmm. This violence. I mean, you know, crazy thing. I was listening back to little bits of all of our episodes, and each episode we've uh, released so far, we always bring up something like some shooting or some violence. Like, it's always you too, which is weird, um, that brings it up. But, like, like I don't know if you've watched it, but, like, in a lot of our episodes, you'll bring up, like, a lot of shootings or, like, like someone dying. Um, well, I guess it's because I have, like, this news app on my phone. So, like, I'm always in tune to, like, what's going on out here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the quotations in tune. I mean, come on now. Was the was the news? News be making whatever seem like whatever whenever. You know what I mean? Like they just they can make something small seem big and something big seem small, and they really have a way. That's why even like you know Malcolm X was like, "Be careful what you actually ingest," right? Because even he recognized that the media has the the potential to turn you know, a bad person good and a good person bad, right? right? And this is back in the day. So, I mean, if, if people were noticing it back then, how much more now? Because even back then it was less biased. If I turn on a news, you know, some kind of news from even like the 1980s, we don't even have to go back that far, 1980s, 1990s, it still seems like way more boring than it is now. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's entertainment, so it's not actually news. So, regardless. I don't know. I was it doesn't just mean basing- they don't inform you sometimes, but whatever. I'm just I'm just really basing it off of like, What's going on here, right? We had 80, 80 deaths last year, or 80 killings or whatever. You know, 400, uh, 400 people shot last year in Rochester. So, you know, I'm just really basing it off that. And then, you know, this past weekend, four people shot, two people dead. You know, another kid, 
uh, before the weekend, 17-year-old getting off the bus. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, a lot of that shit. Like, I know what you're saying, but it's just, like, I'm in tune with the stuff that, you know, is currently happening. Like, the Russian and Ukraine shit, like, I don't know exactly what the hell is going on. Like, you you hear so many things about, like, uh, Russian soldiers, like two to four thousand already killed, um, you know, within that that battle itself. And it seems like Ukraine is holding it down. But I really don't know the specifics of that. I just think it's crazy so. that in in 2022 that there's still like this kind of stuff going on. I mean, we were in, in school. You know, we hear about like World War One, World War Two, all these different battles and like Bless all you. this extra stuff that happened. But you're like, oh, that happened so long ago. That would never happen in our day and age. But like, it's happening right now. Oh yeah, I and think what? Oh, sorry. No, good. No, I thought, I thought you, you were done. No, 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 no. So, I, uh, I think a lot of Americans forget, especially young kids. Right? I'm thinking a lot of college kids, younger than me, close to your age, probably, but like just younger. And they just have this view that everybody in the world wants peace. Everybody in the world wants, like, love, happy, sprinkle land. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. There's a lot of people in the world and other cultures, religious doctrines, uh, worldviews, ontologies, whatever you want to say, that, you know, make them believe that maybe Western cultures even. Or maybe that they have um, a God-ordained right to do something. And or maybe that their ancestry dictates them to do X, Y, and Z, and that's not the. And, and so here we have freedom of thought, freedom of expression, and a lot of even their viewpoints that are like the world wants peace. That comes from the freedom that they're given, and a lot of these countries don't have it. So mm-hmm. their view is like we take, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. everybody within it. Like there's a lot of there's you're gonna find amazing stand up people anywhere you go, mm-hmm. but you're gonna find evil people anywhere you go. Oh, yeah. Evil looks different depending on where you go, and sometimes it looks more violent than it does look more like corrupt. With my, I would say a lot of American uh, like bad things are like corporate, you know, Wall Street, like mm-hmm. money, where the money's going, how they affect what they do, how they don't help, you know, stuff right. like that. But it has to do with money. Other places, maybe they don't have the same financial institution, so it's like. Drug cartels. Not that you don't have that. I anywhere, mean, you're right. You but deal it's just with like extortion you know? and shit. Exactly. Like that too, it, yeah. it it maybe becomes more violent. You know, even getting into like what we're talking about today. So it just depends on where you're at. I mean, I don't know everything about Russia and Ukraine, but I do know that Russia. There's a lot of. So when you look at like the eastern part of Ukraine, they believe some of them uh, believe that they have shared an- ancestry with Russia. So a lot of them believe that they are actually Russian, or like because they have shared an- ancestry, right? right? So that means that, you know, in a lot of ways, Putin actually feels like he has a claim to the Ukraine because Mm -hmm. they do have shared ancestry back in the day. So he's trying to take over a few cities there. Essentially. Right. Like over in this part. But Mm -hmm. as soon as you start, you know, invading the country, you're declaring war on a country. Right, right. with that being said, now there's a war. Ukraine is actually really, really well financially, uh, better than Russia in a lot of ways, especially how small they are. And so... You know, now he's trying to get into that. And realistically, if Russia were to take over Ukraine without any kind of things, Russia would become very strong, like Mm. much stronger than they are now. They're already, you know, top five kind of thing, top maybe arguably top three. And so they're already up there in like the world power kind of situation. And so, you know, taking over and getting some of that GDP from Ukraine would be great. So Mm. it's just kind of that. And then, you know, different 
the I, I don't remember the president's name of Ukraine or whatever, but the guy before him actually agreed that Ukraine and Russia should be, and then he got he stepped down or got overthrown or whatever, and this guy doesn't agree. So now there's already seeds kind of there's being planted that for that. There, and exactly. that's where violence comes, and yeah. then it just gets weird. Mm. So you know, neither here nor there. It's just it's just so weird to think, you know, mm. and in 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 any age range or. Or, or, or time frame that we've been in, in our world that there's always going to be a want for more power and wanting that more power just makes things more violent. I mean, you watch TV shows and you see the same thing, but like just in the world right now, like if you're playing a game with someone, you know, it's all about getting that upper hand and being the winner. Being the winner means, okay, yeah, I won. I get all these riches or I get all these awards or I get all this, whatever. Um, but it can just add to violence. The more dedicated or the more persistent you are in getting this, this, top place on that on that hill which is crazy and even i mean that's more like premeditated violence i'm I, i'm kind of just going with all over the place so there's that aspect you know with the war and like you know putin wants to c- control everything but then there's like the day-to-day violence where like we're talking about like bro um one of our buddies that we work with uh he came back from ohio this week and he told me on the way home uh he just saw some guy just starting to, to shoot stuff up on the highway like, this dude just pulls out a pistol in the middle of the highway is just starting to shoot people and, like, you know, like, buses and, like, and like cops and stuff. I'm like, mm. I, like, what's – I want to know what's going on through your mind to where, you know what, I got to just – I have to do this right now. I got to pull out this That's just the evil in people, like, like you were saying. You know, people wake up in the morning, you know. I, I For me, I just don't understand how you could, like, wake up in the morning, rob somebody – Potentially kill them You know what I mean Instead of like Waking up and getting a job Or some shit like mm-hmm. that You know what I mean Like people act like They don't have choices And they act like You know uh, Just Pulling that trigger Or just doing something Violent to someone Is just Like I could never take Somebody's life away To You know Potentially You know Ruin my My time mm-hmm. And you know Cause you're Potentially taking away Your everything right if you get caught or you get you know sentenced or whatever like what does that mean for you right you take somebody else's life and you're gonna take your own too you know Mm -hmm. just doesn't make any sense to me you know how people just wake up in the morning and feel like yo like i I gotta get this person i gotta get this shit off or i gotta you know like that is just if i'm mad at at the moment like, I'm going to find some way to just be like, you know what, let me calm down. Let me, you know, I don't know what to, what it takes for somebody to just be like, you know what, just hand me that shit real quick. I'm going to handle this. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it just depends on where you're raised. I mean, different. True. That. I, totally I, agree. I, say, I say culture, but I just mean like subculture, microculture. It can right. be within your family, mm-hmm, community, mm-hmm. whatever, and it just keeps getting bigger. Country, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at. Yeah. So, I mean, just depending on that, it shows you... Like, so for instance, even in where we live, I mean, you go one side of the city, they're shooting everything up. You go 10 miles north of that, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's country, kind of. You know, like you're just chilling. Then you go 20 miles southwest of that or something and now all of a sudden you're back to like craziness and so it just kind of switches and each one of those kind of has their own like you know little community or little like rules that you have to like know to Mm -hmm. be able to like navigate that well you know what i mean and so for sure you know i think just the mindset comes from like you know i i mean i can say what i really think it is i actually think it's a lack of fathering i think a lack of fathering is actually brought and i think a lot of 
the some of the good stuff that we've actually built in our society, we built it in a way that was not positive. And so I don't know if the ends justify the means mm-hmm. all the time because I think, you know, for instance, like we have like this big push. Like I'm – how do I word this? <laughs> all right. I'm about to just say it. So I have a big – I'm a big proponent of feminism. But I'm not a big proponent of feminism by definition. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a proponent of the way that it's come across through culture where it's actually like you don't I don't. OK, so say we're just talking me and you. Mm-hmm. We're both men, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I want to make myself feel better or say I want to make Alex feel better, I shouldn't do it by making you feel bad. Right. I should actually be like, hey, there's qualities that Alex has that brings him to your level. And that's what we do. We don't mm-hmm. I don't need to belittle you to, you know, to make you bigger, that actually doesn't solve anything. So a lot of what culture was or the way it came across was that like, oh, men are like this. So now you just have this like pandemic of men that are like more suicidal, like suicide rates are going up, craziness, not knowing who they are as a person. You know, a lot of people not realizing that like you can be, you could be gay and masculine. I think Mm -hmm. that's a lie that a lot of people don't believe. Like, oh, you know, you see this big like push for, you know, transgender and all this kind of stuff. It's like, no, 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 you can be whatever you want to be. And actually you could be the most effeminate male and still be a man. Like, Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter. Like, so there's just a lot of things that just frustrate me. And that's not for everybody, but there's a lot of people within that that need to have that conversation, but they haven't had masculinity. Like, think about this. You get your period, you're a woman, right? What is the sign of being a man in our culture? Do you want an actual answer? Is this rhetorical? Yeah, no, no. What's give me one? Uh, I don't know. I would say maybe if you have a facial hair, I would say then. So now you're a man. So like Mm -hmm. the you know the nine year old kid that's already starting to get a mustache is a man now. So like, what about people who don't grow facial hair? Okay. Exactly right. So with that being said, there's women that don't have periods, right? So I'm not just going to be like whatever. But there's there's signs and that are typical that like women are like I'm a woman now. Men don't have that. So it comes by other men being like, you're a man now, right? And maybe not at a young age when you're like seven, you know, you're the man of the house. That's like kind of toxic. But like you, there has to be a sign for that and we, because we don't have that. To me, there's just like a pandemic of people in their 20s are like, am I a man? Am I enough? Am I this? Am I that? And then you just have like the world telling you, no, toxic. You're toxic. And maybe you are, but that, you know, you don't have to put somebody down for it. So. And this is, like, another Whatever. form of, of violence that we're trying to get into here. Because, again, not all violence has to be physical. This that I believe that you're referring to, this is more of, like, a like a mental thing, you know? Exactly. It's, it's all verbal to where... We're, I like that shit. This, one's, this like person's attacking you, but it's just not in a physical <laughs> matter. And I totally agree. And to kind of build off of what you said earlier, that I I agree that violence, it's, it's premeditated, but it also has to do with the way people are... Their culture, like anywhere that you're, I we grew up in New York, but people over in Texas are gonna have the different mindset than we are. We might have um, some similarities in different ways, but there's so many different factors between us and those people down there. I'm not saying that they're different people, but just they were raised different. They were told different things, you know, different propaganda and different social media telling them that like this is how things are. And a big thing with violence is like you know. Racism, that's a huge, huge thing right now with violence, and it still is, you know. It was it was clearly a lot worse, you know, hundreds of years ago, you know, with slavery and then having to go through the civil rights movement to actually, you know, make it equal, where a lot of people are like, there's people still today that are like, you know what, 
we shouldn't be equal. All races are different. There should be a hierarchy of, of different value and power, which is ridiculous to think in freaking 2022. But like, I, I guess I could never see that spot where I think another race is better or worse than I am. You know, I, I would never be able to say like, Hey, Messiah, you know, I'm white, you're Puerto Rican. I'm better than you. I would never be able to have that justification in my head. Well, because you was raised different. And that's you the know point what I'm I mean? trying to make. You was raised different. And there's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that would agree with you. That's, you know, that's white. You know what I mean? And I, you're a stand-up guy. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. You but know like, what I mean? I don't get how you, I don't, you're I, hating your heart for that. I mean, it's just, again, it's just how the way that you're raised. People are taught taught that stuff you know what i mean it's just a learn it's just something that's learned itself you know what i mean and it's exactly like to build off of that not to cut you off but this at the same flavor two different scenarios you know clearly let's say my my dad says alex you have to hate black people Mm -hmm. okay i'm told i have my my father told me i have to hate black people and then i just i can't go do that like i i meet i meet i don't know Sean, you're half black. Let's say I meet Sean. I'm like, you know what? I can't hate Sean, but my dad's telling me to. Like, that's just in my heart. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think by him telling me that I'm going to hate you. You'd be surprised. No, you'd be surprised. You know, at the same time, so, though, when I was in boot camp, when I was in boot camp, there's a guy, right? Mm-hmm. And so we won't say names, nothing. If you were with me in my flight, you'd know, right? So we go through the whole thing, and, you know, I'm half black. I, I relate more. I, I go back and forth, depending on who you talk to, right? But, like, I'm, I I don't feel white, you know, <laughs> by any means, right? And so, and I, you know, I can never identify as white. I don't look white. You know, I may, I may look Hispanic or something, but I don't look white, right? So, we're in boot camp or whatever. We didn't shower for the first few days because we were, like, just getting in trouble so much. We just couldn't shower. And so, it was the first day that we could shower. And um, we're all kind of, like, just waiting, you know, to shower or whatever. And this guy, like, will not shower. And um, he, like, wouldn't take off his shirt, white guy. And he, um, I'm sh- I'm sitting there showering, like, whatever, dude, I'm fucking stunk. You know, I stink, da-da-da. And then I, one of the dudes next to me hits me. It's a black guy. He goes, and he's like, yo, check out. I'm like, I'm not about to turn around and look. Everybody's naked. I ain't trying to just look around. You know, I'm doing my thing. He's just like, no, look. You know, so I turn, and I look, and this guy has a big Confederate flag tattooed on his back. Mm, but it geez. turned into this situation where there's, like, I mean, there was definitely more white people than black people in this room. Mm-hmm. Most of the white people had no clue what was going on. But there was, like, three white kids over here. And two of the white kids next to the guy with the Confederate flag were just looking at us like, what you about to do? Like, it was about to be, like, a fight or something. And then, you know, there's me and a few other black people. And, you know, we're looking over there. And I just remember being in this place like, what the heck is going on right now? So, you know, we have a lot of experiences together. We're all getting... Hurt together, you know, beat up together, yelled at together, all that kind of stuff. So at the end, fast forward, uh, it's weeks later, and this guy with the Confederate flag tattoo starts crying at the end, and he's talking to me, a few other people. We were, we, we actually, uh, I sl- he slept like right across from me, like this way. I was on the top bunk, he was on like the bottom. Doesn't matter. But at the end, we're all talking, and he, um, he goes, you know, I've only met one black guy my whole life, and I didn't even meet him. But my sister told me that he raped her. And he's like, so my grandpa hates black people. My dad hates black people. So I just grew up thinking black people or whatever. And so he started boot camp like that and ended boot camp like, I just love, like, he's who's crying. Like, I've never, you're the first black people I've met and you guys are awesome. Like, I would die for you. Like, I don't even know. 
And so he was crying. And that, like I remember that moment was like such a big moment. I didn't even really know what to say. I just sat there. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, cr- I was crying too. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, part of me didn't even know why I was crying. Part of me knew. And another part was like, why am I this emotional? <laughs> like, over it. Wow. And it's just this moment of like, he was raised like that. And so he doesn't even have like an idea. He has the TV and he has this story that may or may not be true. Because looking back, now that I'm older, I'm like, she might have just got like caught with a black guy and rape uh, you know it's just like because her whole family is racist so now it's like i don't want to be excommunicated from that so that could be a thing or maybe he really did rape her i don't know i wasn't there i'm just saying this is guy's experience was that and maybe what he sees on tv and that's all he had and his grandpa and uncle and dad his uncle and dad were like i guess his uncle's like the worst out of all of them but regardless like that's his experience and so i think you know he doesn't really have an experience he just is learning from those around him and learn, you know, and so, uh, I really do think that's that, 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 that. so with that being said, with with that being said, you are coming from a place that like you have this experience, but I I don't think you would be you if your dad was like super racist, you know, or if if your, if your family was just like, we all hate black people, you would have to have a lot of experiences to override that. And if you didn't, you'd probably just fall in line. Right. You would, you would, I'm not even trying to be like, whatever. We love you. No, no. Yeah. We we would, we would catch that though. Like Mm -hmm. we would have like a, like if you would show like an inkling of like, "Mm, I don't like, like, I don't like to talk to black people or I don't like to, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm sorry. I keep hitting this thing every show, but um, (laughs) you're like an all around guy. Mm -hmm. So you don't see that stuff. So of course, you know, your upbringing was a lot different than, you know, someone else that was just like hearing their parents is just a learned thing, too. Right. Like because a parent doesn't have to necessarily tell that that person that that kid, hey, you know, I don't want you to, you know, I'd rather not. They could just hear conversations. Really? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or the way you even, like, the little microaggression type stuff. Yeah. And you just see all... Like, you're around your parents all the time, especially when you're a kid. Like, you go out to the store. If you're going to the store, they're probably there with you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at a certain age. So you're seeing all the ways that they're communicating with people. And communication only is a little bit verbal. Most of it is nonverbal, right? Yeah. Most communication is nonverbal. So you're seeing the way you're positioning your body, posturing this, all those little things. And if you, you know, if you feel some type of way. Like, I'm a little racist towards, like, Asian drivers. Just, just oh a thing, God. you know what I mean? I was in Japan, like, what is going on now? And then come out here, <laughs> just kidding. Shut <laughs> up, shut up, freaking Sean. He didn't I, mean that guy. I, Although I, I don't think this know, this is a very good conversation. Not that part. It's always a very good conversation because I just like, wanted comic relief. Some of that, you know. Everyone's different. I do agree that everyone needs to be educated properly, bro. I'm trying to get past this. I'm sorry because they are bad drivers. Like, what the fuck, bro? Sorry, this is Sean. Starting shit, violence. God damn it! I'm getting angry. Anyways, besides Sean's remark, goddamn, uh, I do think everyone just needs to be educated properly. Because, you know, let's say roles were reversed where maybe I, you know, grew up down south. My parents, you know, didn't didn't like black people. Maybe that's the direction I would have started in. But I feel like I would have ended up the same way to where even if I was in that position where I didn't like black people, at some point I'm going to find that way of, you know what, this is wrong. There's There should be no difference between the color of our skin. And the, what I was going to relate it to is like, clearly no, no one here 
we're not uh, we're not gay, so we don't have this experience either. But like the way I'm seeing it is like if my dad tells me I hate black people, who says I have to hate black people? Only I can decide what I want to do. If my dad tells me that I'm gay, or if my no, if my dad tells me that I'm straight, but I'm gay, how is he going to tell me that I'm straight? But I know in my heart that I'm gay. You know, like there's certain things to yes, where you really. can be led in different in different positions. Mm-hmm. But like I guess the way my mind works, that if we're going to parallel it with my dad, like if in this scenario I'm gay. My dad's saying, you are straight. You have to be straight. Again, no, I'm gay. I'm not, I'm, that's not going to happen. But in that parallel of, you know, I got no problem with different races, but my dad is saying, hey, you have to hate black people. Well, no, dad, I don't have to. And that's my mindset. But again, like the story that you're saying, I'll say this. that's not the same situation. I agree with what you're trying to communicate because I, I don't actually know. Like if you were, grew up in a culture that was like super whatever, I don't actually know how you turn out because you don't even know how you turn mm-hmm. out. Right. With that said, I do think that there's a lot of people that, um, you know, divert from their the path or the plan of their family. You know, there's people that their family has a career picked out for them and they go, no, I don't want to do that. Like, there's so many different things that we could relate it to. But at the end of the day, I just kind of think, like, when you have that pressure, it's easier to fall in line with than to move away. And so, yeah, you know, is. and with that being said, there's people that join gangs that aren't violent. You know, but now they to even get in the gang, they got to do some violent stuff, but they don't even want to be like that, but they feel like they have to because the pressure's around them, right? And we could just say this about so many things. So I think there is a, a measure of external motiva- motivation that happens. Like, for instance, there was a lot of people that were probably feeling like they're, you know, homosexual or whatever, but they're like, you know, it was 50 years ago, and it wasn't really like you're not open about it like 99% of the time back then, Right. Whereas now it's so open that people are sometimes just like, I'm curious. I don't even know if I am. I'm going to go try, you know. But they're, they're not, but they're still going to go try, right? And that you just have all these things in the middle. So at some level, I just go like, you know, based on the culture now. So like, I mean, think about this. There's still like white women that wanted to sleep with black guys during slavery, but they'd have to hide it. And vice versa, you know, white guys that wanted to sleep with black girls. And like there was times where there was rape and there was times that there was actually like love affairs happening, but it had to be hidden. So, I mean, we could just talk about this forever, but I just think like depending on the what the culture, um, the culture at large is thinking will depend on how things grow even within a smaller subculture, I think. but No, you're, 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 you're definitely right. And again, this is a different take on violence toward this is all kind of mental. You know, I think what, one thing that I add to violence personally, and this is because I cage fought for a while, I actually believe that violence has to have a measure of you don't want it. So, for instance, for me personally, if I was like, if Sal was just like, oh, you talking shit, da, 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 me and him, and I'm like, well, let's fucking go throw on the glove, see what happens. Like, to me, that's not violent. If he says, yes, let's go throw on the gloves mm-hmm. and see what happens. That's not violence. Like violence is you just attacking me. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, there's a measure of like you didn't warrant that, you didn't want that. So I think violence right. could be as simple as this, <laughs> or it could be like because for instance, when okay, I, I play I play rugby and football and wrestle <laughs> and cage fight. When I'm actually like Fucking playing idiot, rugby man. and I'm running straight at somebody and hitting them as hard as I can, I'm not even trying to be violent. I'm just trying to play competitively, and, right? And he knows going in that. That's a potential situation right, that's going to happen. Up for that. He signed up for it, so I'm not going to like hit somebody and be like, "Oh, I'm so violent." 
Now, it'd be different if I'm hitting someone illegally or if I'm doing something, I'm going outside of the rules to be able to exert my dominance. To me, that's that's where violence starts coming in in that place. You tackle someone and then they stand up and then you knock them back down. That would be violence. Yeah, I, I think it's more violent. Okay, if I tackle somebody hard, I mean, their helmet goes flying, everything. Now, he gets up and I push him down when he does it. The push down is more violent to me than the hit. <laughs> if the hit was legal, right? The hit, everything is legal and there's nothing outside. You know, some people would be like, that's a violent hit. But no, it's just a legal hit. You just hit them. You're playing a sport that involves hitting. There's going to be hitting to me. Now, I can also recognize that people are like, that's still violence because violence is could cause harm. So there's that. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. But then it's like anything that causes harm. And then where do you draw the line of harm? Is an inanimate object harm? If I throw this bottle, is that violent? Maybe. What if I throw a dart at a dartboard? So it's like, what is the action intended to do? I think you have to distinguish that. And when I was reading through the definition of violence, I didn't see that. And so I was a little curious about that because I feel like if something is in its natural place, given the situation, it's not violent. Right. You know? So if I punch you in the face right now, that's violent. But if you're like, hey, let's go box, not violent for punching in the face. Now... If I punch you in the face, you fall down. I keep hitting you. That's violent. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Foreplay. Or if I see that you're hurt. Like, every once in a while, you see in the UFC, somebody gets hit, and they fall down. And the dude just comes over. Dude's clearly knocked out. Like, clearly. Yeah. Not even, like, oh, yeah. trying you to get up. You keep punching. Clearly. And you're just like, boom, that's violent. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Even like, within that Like setting, that Jorge you know? Masvidal fight versus that, I think his name was something. I don't know what that Ben Askren. Ben that Askren. knee. <laughs> well, that he, knee to the head, and then he was knocked out. Dude was still punched. <laughs> so the knee right after. I mean, well, there, there's I mean, a measure the, of violence. Until the ref, thing, right, you know? right, right. Until <laughs> the ref just like st- completely stands in the middle. You're done. He's done. Com- that, but like I feel like he knew he was knocked out. He knew and he, he was still out. was gonna punch. Now, no matter okay, what. I'll say this: Was it wrong? Technically, no. Right. With that being said, did he know that he didn't have to do that? Yes, he do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, by the rules and what my coaches always taught me, what I tell other fighters when I was coaching, if you, if the ref didn't pull you off, the fight's still going. Yeah. Right? Even when you saw that Floyd Mayweather fight and he hit the dude, like, and it was super cheap shot, like, everybody knew it. Oh, you talking about the, uh, the who, Mexican who that? kid yeah, that had, had headbutted him, Victor Ortiz. Yeah, 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 Ortiz. He headbutted him. That was, that was violent. That, that was, he well, was first punched. of all, the headbutt was violent. Yeah. And then Floyd just hitting the dude. He knows he's justified, so yeah. he d- technically didn't break the rules, but everybody knows that was dirty, and everybody knows, well, I don't know if we know, but I think Floyd would have lost that fight if he didn't do some dirtiness. Right? Yeah, But it wasn't really dirty because it was the by kid the kid rules. The kid was going off. I mean, he had, he had Floyd on the ropes. He was just going, wow. And then just he had, he had added the headbutt, so Floyd's like, Whoa! Hold on! Exactly. Hold on! Oh, you know. So so then the the ref just like brings them together. The the kid Victor Ortiz like reaches over, gives him a hug, but the ref is still like, I don't know what the fuck the ref is doing. Yeah, the the ref kind of messed that up because the ref should have been like fight or not. Yeah, but but they do say protect yourself at all times. Protect yourself at all times, but. I don't know if he was like, that That was fucking crazy. He probably was talking to somebody in the stand. That was fucking crazy. And by the time he turned around, Victor Ortiz was He already got that two-piece. Oh he gosh. already got two-piece, and oh he had to call God. it. He was done after that. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> hey, shit. Stars, man, and birds. And that's that's violence for your ass. Yeah. You know, one question I want to ask you guys is, you know, have you ever been around um, a violent person? Because I know that you, got, you guys aren't violent. You know what I mean? Like I'm what not gonna. I'm, 
Ow! <laughs> I'm not gonna. Why would I'm, you do that? Right, right. I'm not gonna ask you or you. Hey, are you guys violent? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just naturally, that's not you guys. You know, I feel like if you were to defend yourselves, of course you will. You know, but I don't think that you guys are just like starting shit. But have you ever been around someone that was violent that you just had to remove yourself away from? Uh I'm such a bad person to ask about this, man. I haven't even gotten to my first fight yet. Yeah, that's that's so true. <laughs> so bad that is so true. I mean, I have like when I was when I was Almost younger, did. um I think I I mentioned uh, me getting in a fight on on the school bus once. But it really wasn't my fight, you know? Like I was I was being I don't know what the fuck I was doing at the time. I was just uh it was someone of of my family that was going up front trying to approach somebody and I'm just like yo hit that hit that motherfucker hit him hit him you know just in just in tagging just you know b- blowing it up so this one dude <clears throat> he just pops the dude just pops him they're fighting and shit and the guy I guess he heard what I said <laughs> so he got up and he started fighting me but I I mean I just came to blows with the guy and just start just I just felt like that was like the most violent I've been and you know I never I never try to pick fights if some you know somebody you know obviously wants to fight me or whatever you know like swing first because I'm not gonna do the whole build up the whole fight and shit like that I'm not good at that you know what I'm saying like I'm just good at just swing and watch what's about to happen afterwards. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna swing first, or I'm not unless you stole my bike, and that's that. That's what happened before too. Somebody stole my bike, and I just had to swing on the dude, and there the fight went. But um, I just felt like I was around them, and they were they were ready to go. I already knew how they were, so I was just building up off of that. So that's what made me violent at that moment. You know what I mean? I would never try to do it do it again unless like you guys are like in danger or whatever and I got to that's my boy. I'm going to protect him no matter what, but you know, that, that at that specific time I was like, damn man, like I, I should have never did that. I had my two my two younger siblings on the bus there and they were watching that shit and you know, it just comes, you know, you just think about it now and I'm like, damn, I was I was a little violent back then and I wouldn't see myself doing that shit now even though I am an aggressive person you know when it comes to certain shit but like I wouldn't take it to the I wouldn't take it to the next level of violence bro I was it was needed I was gonna disagree I'm like you're not an aggressive person but then I've just like thought about like because you and I spent a lot of time with each other at work yeah, and I, you just get like so mad at like the littlest things, bro. I swear to God, I thought he was gonna beat this girl up who was just trying to get a rug. I mean, she was <laughs> she was the most annoying girl. I swear to God, they, you I know was, exactly kept, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I kept my calm, but it was just it was just the fact of you wasn't there before. So of course you would like catch like the aftermath. No, I know, I know, I don't know because thing, like it, it, it would take, hilarious. but no, it seriously it would take a lot for me to for me to get pissed off at something. You know what I mean? 
Like, I mean, unless I'm out on the road and I got road rage or some <laughs> shit like that. Like, turn, put your fucking signal light on. You know, like, I would do that shit. Is that shit. why whenever slow we go somewhere, I drive? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> slow drivers I get can't. me every time. Yo, slow drivers. Like, you can do a lot of things. Motherfuckers so that go, cut me off slow. for no reason because I'm driving of speed limit. Like, bro. No, no, no. You got to speed that up. Yeah, you got to go. Road violence up to nine miles thing. an hour over road, and I need that I road need that rage is crazy. <laughs> yeah, road rage. Hey, did you hear about that MMA fighter that he had? He um, he was a, a world champion, a heavyweight champion in MMA uh, UFC. Damn, I gotta look. You're probably up talking the, about John Jones. No, bro, I'm not about? talking wait, about wait, John give Jones. Me the situation. What's your about? Situation is that I guess it was either his daughter or someone in his family got raped by this guy, and the guy was heading towards um, the office to get his. Um, he was getting. He was. He was getting his. Uh, I guess some shit for a restraining order, or whatever. He was going down to the office, but the guy followed him. I got to look up the story, but he followed him and he was firing shots in the car. Now that guy is facing some time just for him getting like he 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 had the right intentions. Right. Like if somebody if somebody did something to my daughter and, you know, they got released and they're going somewhere else. Oh, motherfucker, I'm trying to catch up to you, but I'm not going to, you know, shoot into your car. You know, if I was a if I was a world class fighter. Bro, yeah, I would just you know do There's some shit, limit. bump yeah. your car, get you out the car, beat the shit out you. Don't pull the gun into it. That just nah, adds a man. Because there's two other people in the it. car. There was two other people in the car, and now he's he's um, I guess he's facing uh, you know, aggravated assault or you know, uh, attempted murder or something like that. But you know, like I said, he had the right he had the right intent. But it's just yes like, and no. bro, he like, had the, I, I, not, I'm, not I'm agreeing, I'm, I, I know, I know what you're saying, yeah. I'm trying to get it out, but it's like, you know, what the hell do you do in that situation? I could, I could, bro, I don't know what I would do to somebody if they, if they harmed my little one, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, she's so innocent and so sweet oh. and so kind, yes. Who's Kane, the world champion? Kane Velasquez. Kane. Kane oh, Velasquez. it was Kane Velasquez. Wow, yes. bro. I, I I thought it was, but I wasn't gonna say it because yeah. my my knowledge on MMA isn't is not good. It's not mine's isn't either. I'll but tell you, when I know a lot about that, Kane, but not like I haven't been that's in the Kane news. Kane Velasquez that did that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. Holy shit, yeah. bro! I didn't know that he would be doing that. That's crazy. But at the same time, though, like okay, that dude already looked like a scary motherfucker as it is. First of all, he is. He beat the hell out of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh my and god, Brock Lesnar's scary too. I ain't even gonna front. You can say what you want. I wouldn't fight neither one of them. But I don't know. But like, I I get it. But I'd I don't probably know fight how... Kane first. He beat the hell out of me. But I feel like I would. Brock I feel is just like I would fight him to first end. too. I'm not. Yeah, he's just a lot. That's crazy. Why would you go through the, all that that trouble, man? That's nuts. Are you looking? So you got the story right now? Yeah, I got the story. I'm trying to just skim it, just trying to get something. But yeah, I mean. Pretty much what Sal said, it looks like, you know, I mean, he's facing charges. Um, was the suspect arrested yesterday in connection with the incident? Yada, yada. Um, motive of the circumstances surrounding the incident are still under investigation at this time. Uh, Man, so he literally looked like if you just like have his picture, you know what? I'm going to pop a picture of him right now. What? Cain Velasquez right here. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, God. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I do this. <laughs> this. This dude. I really hope I do it. <laughs> Right this, there. this dude looks dude, like a scary, scary 
motherfucker. He's scary, but I mean, he. I mean, he's. I feel like he's a pretty stand up guy. But here's the problem, and it's not really a problem. And I wish Sai was here. I may just wait to make this comment. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say it again. How about that? But I feel like I want to wait to make the comment. I can't do it without him because it just I can't do it. But remind me to say what I was about to say. Hold on. You know what we'll do? All right, we're back. <laughs> we had to take a brief intermission. But no, no, no. There is a thing where I'm like, I feel like, and here's here's something, right? Kane has always seemed like a stand-up guy to me. Like, I've seen him. I've never met him personally. I've met a lot of fighters, but not him. Um, but he's always seen like somebody who's like pretty stand-up, pretty, pretty whatever. But I feel like there's something about, like, Hispanic families, and you, like, mess with them at all or mess with their people. They you up, like, immediately. And I just feel like I couldn't say that without you being here. Because I just feel like no. there's a, there's this and level of, like, I always knew growing up, you mess with, like, you know, Julio or Booba or something. That's so All funny. his brothers are coming up, Yo, guaranteed. So, so you just know. I'm like, I could whoop his ass right here, but I can't whoop up him and his brothers. I can't nah, do it. My, so you just be that's like, so right, funny because you know? my little brother is named Julio. Um, but, um, I mean, we was, uh, that, that's true. That's a true statement there because, you know, usually when this, when I have a problem with somebody, my brother's got a problem with them too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even if I'm wrong in the situation, you know what I mean? I I was wrong in the situation back in 2019, Mm -hmm. dead ass wrong. But my brother was like, yo, I'm here, bro. I don't give a fuck about what you did. You know, you fuck this bitch. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But that really happened, you know. But my brothers have my back, no doubt. You know what I mean? And that's just something that's, for me, if my cousins, you know, something with my cousin is involved in, I'm down. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, um, and I heard this a lot. You know, growing up that, you know, uh, Puerto Ricans or Hispanics, like, they're real loyal. You know what I mean? So, like, if something was to go down, and I know I say this time and time again about you guys, but if something was to go down, like, naturally, I'm going to I'm gonna be the one to just be like, yo, man, what's up? You know? Even though I don't go looking for the shit, but if you, you know, you cross that line with, with anybody that I roll with, it is what it is afterwards, you so, know what I mean? I feel like, and this could be my personal experience, I don't want to say this at, as a culture at large, but I right. feel like one side of my family was very much like violence is wrong, like mm-hmm. in all ways. I mean, they didn't even like, so my mom's side of the family, my, my white side, I guess we could say, they she didn't even want me playing football initially because she's like, that's violent. Like, <laughs> my mom didn't either. Hey, but, yeah. and, uh, and then my other my side of the family was kind of more like, yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> I broke other people's legs, but regardless, I. Uh, but then the other side of my family was kind of more like if I even got like hit, they'd be like, "What? Go hit him! Can't come back in the house till you go beat his ass." You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just kind of yeah. like I didn't have like the family support. I just had to go do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it was kind of like there's two for me. It was like two, two different sides. So I didn't have that experience where it's like if I do it, we're all doing it. You know what I mean? Right or wrong. Yeah. And so I just, but I always knew growing up, you just don't, there's certain kids you just don't mess with. Cause I'm like, yeah, he had an older brother, you know, three grades higher. I'm like, he's going to beat the hell out of me. I'm like a sixth yeah. grader. He's a ninth grader, 10th <laughs> grader. You're like, I'm about to get my ass well by a high schooler, you know? Yeah. 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 Whatever. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. It's, it's funny that we're, we're kind of talking about this part of violence right now. So, uh, 
I got another uh, funny story from when I was working at the school. Because, mm. man, those kids were, were nuts. Uh, check out that first story that I said in the in the fear episode. Uh, that was pretty violent, too. Um, but, dude, <laughs> yeah, these kids was. these yeah. kids were just, like, rolling together. Like, it wasn't, like, they were in a gang. Like, mm. like for, for some reason, so we had the third, third graders, which, I, which classes I was in, the fifth graders and the fourth graders. For some reason, them fourth graders, they were just, like. That was about it. They was the worst, man. <laughs> they were just. Oh, they were terrible. They were just beating up on everyone. They were just rolling together. And so... Roll it deep. Dude, they really were. Dude, I kid you not. These fourth graders... This is graders, our time at the playground. And this is kind of like a... This is like a combination of like everything we've brought up so far. Like these kids... <laughs> getting his wallet. This kid... Dude, they used to make shanks. They would grab like the plastic silverware from like the lunch and then just like make them like little, into like little shanks, like little pencils. They would snap them in half. Remember that girl... I was telling you about, I, what did I call her? Um, what did I call her? A or M? I called her M. The one, Something like that, yeah. Let's call her M. Some letter. The the main girl that was chasing <laughs> we'll with the rock letter. and the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. The two by four. I think I called her M. So, dude, she is like, but the craziest thing, she has great parents, but she's so violent. Dude, besides that one time she tried to kill me, like, dude, she'll just stuff like, shove pencils in her desk that she's like, you know, he's like, oh, I got to carry a shank on me. And then the <laughs> other kid, the other kid, Jay, who pulled the fire alarm, dude, he had some sort of weapon on him all the time, whether it was a stapler, man, a pair of scissors, a, a huge ass stick, man, he was just trying to crack as many skulls as he could. And so there was this one time, so there's, sorry, so there's Jay, there's, uh, we'll call this one Ben, and there's M. So J, Jay, Ben, and M. Jay, Ben, Jay, and M. Jay, Ben, and M. You just Jesus made them all right. I know. <laughs> whatever. You just Jay... one, two, and three, but whatever. All right. Whatever's clever. <laughs> I think one, two, and three is too hard to fall. Go ahead. All right. We're, we're going to go one, two, and three, and the three is going to be the girl, all right? One, two, and three. So one. Why does a girl have to be last? Shut up. <laughs> so one, the kid Jay, who pulled the fire alarm. He was like the leader of the pack, but also like the most sadistic out of the three of them. And then two, you know, he was he was pretty chill, but he was a follower to where like he would he would beat some asses, and he was pretty tough. But you could get it, you could talk to him, and he was chill. And then there's three, who's just a, another sadistic child. And there was this kid. We'll call him PJ. We'll call him PJ. Him, I'm gonna give him a name. He was a fourth grader, but the kids hated him so much that he he had to go in the fifth grade class. So one, two, and three. <laughs> I know so one, two, and three. These kids literally planned to jump him one day. And so... And they were third graders? Dude, they're fourth graders. They're nine oh, okay. years old. I didn't know if the third graders were jumping the fourth graders. No, I kept, I kept, I kept the third graders in line. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> so there was one day that uh, they were outside on the playground. And you know, they're all, you know, doing whatever, just having fun, going on the slides, the swings and stuff. And PJ's just minding his own business. Out of nowhere, one, two, and three, just run at him and just start beating the crap out of him. And, dude, I kid you not, it was crazy. Like, I wasn't even there, but I had to get called out to go get these kids, like, get them away from these other ones. And <laughs> the way the school worked out is that there's a big field next to the playground. So we got, like, five or six adults next to, like, these houses and stuff just trying to block these, block one, two, and three away from killing this kid. For no, for no reason. The kid probably wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just minding his own business. He maybe said one or two small things. He's but, a traitor to the fourth grade class. Obviously. Dude, he's he's a he's a nine year old kid. This is so so three. I'm this is fucking me up. These goddamn numbers, but it just makes sense. <laughs> so three, the girl. One day, literally, I kid you not, out of nowhere, 
I was standing right there. PJ's just sitting there. He's literally reading a book, not even looking up, not saying anything. Three walks up to him and just pours chocolate milk all over his head. <laughs> out of nowhere, bro. Out of nowhere. That's no, like you and I funny, working so and then me just taking your water and just doing like this while you're writing up a guest. Right. Out of nowhere. You so, would see violence. Oh, yeah. You would see violence. You would see some violence. I think violence. my guests would fuck you up with me. So Probably. <laughs> we, no, they probably watch. They're we separate these watch. kids, right? right? We get one, two, and three inside and we're figuring out what the hell to do with PJ. So PJ, we get him in. He's like running around the hallways. So we got one, two, and three. Come along four. Another kid who's who's sadistic. He's just watching like. Oh, no, I'm no, no, no. Get no. In on that. Time. She was watching, bro. Oh, oh, okay. She no, was no, watching. No, no. Oh, Dude, she's hit. She's tough. Quality. Her hit, her hits hurt. Um, So <laughs> it was probably the last 10 minutes of the day, and we were trying to get these kids to the bus. Dude, you would, you, you, you would kill these kids. So this is, imagine this scenario. We got the cafeteria, the hallway, and the lunchroom. Mm. All right? We got one in the gym, and we're, we're locking the door so he doesn't get out. The, the, there's a corner. So, like, you go down the hallway, and then there's the lunch doors, and then you make a hard left, and then it's another hallway. Mm-hmm. In that little itty-bitty hallway, we got four and two trying to block them from getting to PJ. Three, I don't know oh what the fuck she God. is. She's, she's just, she's <laughs> she's just in the cut waiting. She's just, she's, just, oh wait, she's just gone. So we got two and four there. Try, we're putting them in holds. We're holding them down. And PJ's just like yelling at him. He's like, oh, you're stupid, this, 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 and that. And we're like, PJ, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. You're going to get your ass kicked. I'm about to let two go. I'm, yeah, I'm like, about to like, let both of these motherfuckers go in a minute. <laughs> and as this was happening, like all the kids were ready, getting ready to like leave. Like the entire school was getting ready to get on their buses and like leave for the day. And so we got these kids in holds. PJ's just doing whatever. One's just in the gym, just freaking going crazy. And keep in mind, about 10 minutes before this, uh, uh, two, he took a rock and whipped it out of win- at the window outside the school and literally broke the glass. There were three adults of us standing there, and we're like, two, don't do that. Like, you don't want to do that, like, because we can't get in front of them or do whatever. So we got me and two of the people. We're just standing there. We go, two, don't do that. Mm. He's just he's saying nothing. Just picks up the rock. He's got the angry look on his face. He goes, <laughs> like, two, don't do it. He whips his hand up, and he throws it at the window. Us thinking it's not going to break. Shatters the entire thing, dude. Well, first of all, you can't dude, tell oh, a kid not to do. Something. I know a window like literally the size of our door. He because we're thinking like he wasn't going to do it. He did it and shattered the entire thing. It was crazy. Then after that, we got this thing with PJ. Like that's just one little instance. We eventually got PJ out. We got two. Like the four of them were just scattered across the goddamn school, dude. I didn't think I left that day till like four thirty. Oh my god! Every story you tell me, like, is just out of control. Dude, you, I, gotta, I don't know. I got your ass never. Yeah, I you mean, know what? I would have controlled that a little bit better. I, I because feel like, no, no, no. You your ass man. ain't never been okay, in no I will fight. Say this. There's times so, where like <laughs> you know the whole school system is so like you can't even play dodgeball no more, right? Because some kid in the back is gonna get you know cry because he got smacked in the face with a dodgeball, right? So at some level, like you know the way the school system's going, you right. can't even like spank your kids nowadays, right? right. So. You know, and there's times where that could be bad, but most of the time it's not. So, you know, whatever. Now you made a general rule. So really what you need to have is a little bit of that, like, should have restrained them before. (laughs) You know, like, but you're not allowed to do it. things that have to happen before you can restrain a kid. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree with you. You have to do, certain things have to happen before you can, like, (laughs) discharge a weapon or whatever. I I get it. I'm, what I'm, you know, what I'm most (laughs) concerned about just hearing those stories too is just like, man, like, (laughs) they're nine years old and, you know, 
this kid has a rock, and he obviously he has a choice to put it down. Or to throw but this rock, he? and that's why we're saying like, like, "Hey man, but, but just put it down." I, okay, let me say this. And I and I get it, but it's just like it's so scary because you know violence is such a, a thing that you know he's just like just building himself. But but, but here's the thing. Hold on, I gotta I gotta mention this too, and I want to get to what you're gonna say. This <laughs> this specific kid though, I guess I gotta put this a little bit in here. This specific kid, he knows that if he does something bad, his ass is getting whooped when he gets home. He know because his mom and dad they don't get they don't put up with any of this shit. He'll they'll take all his shit away. They'll they'll spank him, do whatever. He knows that if he does something bad, he's getting his ass whooped, and he probably won't show up to school the next day because he got whooped so hard. Mm-hmm. He knows that's going to happen. So when he's doing that, he's trying to validate and like make it in his head: Is this worth it to do right now? Is this going to help me? Is am I going to be able to get away with this after? That's what's going in through his mind. He doesn't think, but. That's but that's that's what that's I'm so talking nurture, about. You know, what I mean? you know that that's what I'm talking about. For me, like when I when when I went up in front of that school bus and I was just like hit him, hit him. I don't know what the fuck made me say that. You know what I'm saying? But then afterwards, you know, the dude gets up and starts swinging. I gotta defend myself. I gotta do something. So violence meant violence. You know, but something like something came about me that it was just like, man, let me just say this. Or let me just do this. Or let me do... So, you know what? What that what that kid did, it, it was just... And I know he regretted it as soon as he did mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? I, I you bet could you, see as it soon in his as, face. He went... Oh, yeah. I, I broke the glass. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? So, for me, it's just like, man, like, when you're nine years old and, you know, you do something like that, it's just like, I wonder what that kid was dealing with at home. And like you said... He gets hit, he gets his stuff taken away, and he probably gets mistreated, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where usually where violence comes from itself is just your upbringing and, you know, what you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen I seen some shit, you know, when I was, when I was young, you know, uh, shit. I've even, I've even seen my brother almost get shot, you know what I mean? He was in my mom's in in my mom's front room. We was living on Clifford. He was in the front room and he was on the computer. And, and God bless it that you know he walked out the room because once he walked out the room, bro, that bullet went straight through that laptop or through that through that screen. And you know, I feel like my parents was just like, you know what, man, this shit is too much. My dad, my dad. Uh, you know, he stepped up and he bought a house and, you know, and shit. We've been living, we've been living good since. Like, I mean, of course you see shit here and there and you hear things that happen around, around the corner or whatever. But, you know, I think that, you know, as soon as they seen that, they was just like, man, we got to get the fuck out of here. Cause this violence is just mm-hmm. not making any sense. You know, Easter day, one day there was just a shootout in front of, in front of the house and, you know, I know my mom wasn't going to take that shit for much longer, and my dad wasn't going to raise, you know, us and his kids, you know, um, you know, in that type of environment itself. But, you know, just thinking about that kid doing that, you know, it just it just makes me really feel bad for him. And even even mm-hmm. though he was he was an aggressor and he wanted to jump the PJ kid. You know, but but imagine how the PJ kid is, you know, like just imagine what he's going through day to day. Like these kids want to jump him and 
do all of this crazy shit, but what is he going through on a day-to-day basis? You know what I mean? And that's another thing why, like, we can't get so escalated and, and, and hold them or right, put them right. in those holds immediately because those, those traumatize yeah. those kids. So that kid, that too. Um, I didn't know him that well about my first, like, four months there because, you know, he was in and out of school because of the whole virtual learning and stuff. But <clears throat> that those last couple of months I, I was there, him and I got pretty close. And the last week I was there, on that, like, Monday, I had to put him in a hold, and I, like, I, I was holding back, man, like, like, I'm not holding back, like, I was holding back my emotions, because, like, this kid is crying, you know, I got him in this position where he can't move, just for his safety, and I'm, like, I'm ruining this experience, like, I'm ruining my relationship with this kid, but, like, I'm I'm protecting him, he just doesn't know, mm-hmm. and, you know, they, dude, they break down, they start crying, they get scared, and, like, you have to, because they could, like, go crazy, mm-hmm. like, I got other stories that, like, are even worse, um, but, like, it's at the end of the day of, like, what you're saying, you know, being able to, okay, the kid just went through something, let's talk about it and make it better. Mm-hmm. Instead of just, you know, punishing him and then just, you know, ending it. Right. You know, you got to just, you got to be, you got to follow up on that kind of stuff. And then when I left, you know, him and I had, he was pretty sad when I left, but, you know, him and I ended on a good note. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do got a lot more stories of this school. Uh, I got <laughs> I got funny ones, too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, real quick, there was uh, this one day, so one and two, they're just, they're just not a good group together. And our wing is right next to the parking lot. And this, this substitute teacher was there this one day. And for some reason, like, so we had an email that went out to the school that like, Hey, make sure when you get here, you know, roll up your windows, lock your doors, you know, don't, don't leave anything open in your car. And so these freaking kids, man, they go out into the parking lot, just opening doors all the time. And this one substitute, they came in and their, their car was unlocked, bro. They went in and just grabbed like their ID and was just this dude, Mm-hmm. Was just running around the goddamn school, popping this picture in people's uh, doors and their windows, saying, "Hey, this your ID? <laughs> <laughs> this your ID? You know who this is, <laughs> bro? I, we had these double doors that were closed, and I, I was in the hallway. And this kid, you know, the windows here, you can just see like this, just like above, like his. <laughs> oh, this is your ID, <laughs> yo. Hey, yo, this your ID, yo. What this, the hell? Funny and he's too. the one that went into the car. Bro, he went right. into the car, man. He pulled the fire alarm. You know, he's got all his weapons on him. This kid was messed up, but yeah. Again, <laughs> just imagine what he, you know, how, how what's his, you know, what's his day to day look man, like. I know his day-to-day you know, and good. and one one thing I do want to bring up. I know that you know this doesn't you know go along with violence or anything like that, but um, you know, just how the way you know I'm raising Lay. You know what I mean? And um, she got in trouble. Uh, after February recess, she came back and she was acting out and she was just drawing all over her tests and stuff and uh, just not wanting to, to do anything. And, you know, I'm so grateful that she's, you know, she has a teacher that just like emailed me right away and like, hey, your daughter is, you know, she Leanna's doing things that she's usually not doing. You know, that's just, you know, pretty much it was disappointing to the Mm -hmm. teacher that she was just acting out like that. And, you know, for me, I I, I always, you know, shit, I grew up in in old school. Like what we do when we get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? We either get an ass whoop or, you know, we get punished or whatever. And it is what it is, you know, but I just, you know, when she came off the bus, I was just like, give me your phone. Let's have a conversation. You know, what happened? And, you know, normally kids would be scared, you know, and they don't want to tell you the full story. So the teacher emailed me what happened. 
um, in detail. And then I was going over it with her. And she was like, you know, Daddy, I was just tired. I'm just tired. So, all right, well, we're going to fix that. We're going to make sure that you're on a on a good sleep schedule. And I haven't heard anything since. But I think those those little things, those just, like, stop, like, things from escalating or getting violent. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. shit, even little kids, when they're sleep-deprived or whatever, you know, they just act out and... One thing leads to another. They make, you know, a decision that, you know, they can't take back. And, and for me, you know, I, Leanna's going to learn stuff um, throughout her life. But, you know, I want to make sure that I catch certain things to where, you know, I'm not being that parent that, that bottles her up. And then, you know, whenever she's out in public, she's acting out. And she has to learn from a police officer or something like that. Or, you know, somebody harming her, you know, for her, you know, you know, acting abrupt in a sense. Right. So, you know, um, I, 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 re- I truly just say that because, you know, um, you know, if you guys have any kids or anything like that moving forward, like I would surely hope that that's the way that, you know, you conduct that type mm. of relationship with them because it's important. You know, because I wouldn't want to raise, you know, someone that's violent or I'm like, damn, where did this come from? And then, like, I come to find out, like, it was from me and how I handled it. And, you know, there is some times where I feel like, damn, man, like, you could have you could have said this a certain way or you could have said that. But overall, like, I I, I can't really, like, down myself because I know that I'm there. I'm present. In Leanna's mm-hmm. life, there, like you said earlier, like there's a lot of fatherless people out there, and you know, my, I I, ra- I got raised by my by my uh, by my stepfather, but you know, he had his kids to raise himself, you know, and I realized that at a young age. But you know, for me, like I I just don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see my daughter getting in- into anything like that, or you know, I don't want her to see me. Um, you know, act violent or anything like that in front of her. I might have gotten into like a little like argument with her mom, but I never put my hands on her mom. You know, no matter how I felt about, you know, the situation or how, you know, things came about with me and her, like I never I never took it there because I mean, and obviously there's verbal you could verbally you know, assault assault somebody or just, like, offend. You know, I think I did that a lot, you know, and I regret that, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, like, I can't see myself being violent in front of her and just showing her, like, this is the way to do things, you know what I mean? It's just a simple Mm -hmm. conversation, you being calm and, and poised, and you just, hey, look, mama, this this is the way... That things are supposed to be done. If you're tired, let me know. If you want to talk about something, let me know. And that's how I want to raise my kid. And, you know, hopefully, you know, uh, like I said, when you guys have kids, like you think about this conversation that we having right now. But, you know, there's a lot of kids out there, man. I feel bad because they don't have no choice. I mean, I can't directly relate to having a kid, but. No, no, you no, no, no. I, I think I think that's kind of what I was even trying to get to before. 
there has to be, you know, to consider in my book something violent, there also has to be a measure of, like, choice involved. And right. so when you are dealing with, you know, developmentally disabled or, like, or, you know, developmentally challenged, I don't know the, how, to, how to say it, but, you know, when you're dealing with those type of children or you're dealing with something that's so, like, deep, deeply you know, ingrained or systemic and it, and you're especially dealing with like ch- children, like they don't always know cause and effect. Like I, I think about myself growing up and I was probably, I was really hyper. And so that probably looked like I had some violent tendencies when in reality, I just wasn't even thinking about the consequence of my actions. Like I wouldn't. So I remember we used to have these like little wars with like crab apples, mm-hmm. you know, and they're super hard <laughs> and we would just whip them at people. Violence. <laughs> The one kid threw it at me really hard. He just hit me like the side of my head and my arm and everything. And he was like a sniper. He could just throw. He was, I was like the second best thrower. He was the best thrower. Mm-hmm. And so he'd be able to, I would be kind of nervous to go against him because he'd hit me. So I'd always try to pick him up on my team because if me and him are on the team, you're all dead. Yeah. But if he, if I'm going against him, everybody's like, you go get him. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> you know. And yeah, I, right. But in my head, I got to be like, all right, fine, I will. So anyways, I remember one day he pegged me super hard a few times. And then one time in my head, and so I picked up a rock and I just... And I, I had a good arm, too, so I just he could throw a little farther and a little bit more accurate. And I, I remember just picking it up, and he didn't see it coming. I just, boom, hit him, gashed his whole head open. Ooh. And was I thinking about the consequence of my actions? Absolutely not. Like, even looking back, I'm like, I wasn't trying to do that. I was just trying to win. I didn't even really know. I didn't, Looking back, that wasn't even winning. Like, I didn't even know. I was just like, he hit me. I didn't have a crab apple at the time. It was about the same size. They both hurt. That's as far as I got with it. You know, I didn't even really think it through, and I just threw it, and, it just, poof, and now he's crying. He's running home. I'm like, oh, no, I'm about to get in trouble. Oh, snap, you know? And so at some level, like, there has to be, and it doesn't mean that I should not have gotten in trouble for it, you know, but I just mean, like, there has to be a level. There's a reason why, like, if you kill somebody at eight, you know, you're probably not going to serve life, right. you know, unless it's, like, your third time, <laughs> you know what I mean, or right. something. But, like, you know, but you're now you're 25, 28, and you're going to jail, mm-hmm. and you're not coming out. For quite some time. Right. So there has to be a level of understanding that comes with that. Um, and when it's not there in the case of like, you know, you know, special needs, like, you know, that's that's a whole to me. That's almost a different argument because, you know, and even when it comes to your daughter, you know, your daughter, you know, isn't maybe in the same boat as some of the kids at the school. But at the same time, she's still young. So yeah. it's good that you're actually meeting that with like not using force, because right. I think when you're when all you see is force or like even the kid. You know, even even being special needs, but he's getting, you know, anything that he does wrong, he's seeing force. That's all he knows, right? And that's his litmus test of, like, understanding. So it's like, hey, I'm going to throw this force because I'm – the only way I know to get a reaction positively or negatively is through violence. And, you know, that's not – to me, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to actually teach, you know, gentleness. You know, to me the, – the thing that overcomes violence isn't more violence is gentleness. Now, I do think that different people have different – positions that they need to have so for instance i do think that there are times that you meet violence with violence but it has to be at that place of like criticality like at this high end so like for instance i do think that there's times that law enforcement need to meet violence with violence and an overcoming amount of violence to be able to you know beat it Mm -hmm. however that's where it gets weird because you know there's times where you don't need that level of violence and people go there so that you know you can't escalate things past where they need to be but at the same time there has to be a standard to where when you cross that line it has to be this is as far as line should be so even here okay but here i have to meet it with that amount of force to be able to overcome it 
And so there's times when it comes to kids, you don't actually meet their violence unless they're like way over here. And even then you still try not to, but like, you know, if they're, if a kid's punching, I don't need to punch the kid in the face <laughs> to show him he's wrong right. necessarily like 99,000 times out of 10, you know, like, it's just like, right. you, you never have to do that, but you do have to show gentleness and kindness. And then, you know, even your unapproval for that. So yeah. I and know. I and I even I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off but you know with with that whole thing with Lay it was just like you know it, it's just a simple conversation you have it's not like she was going in school and like hitting people or whatever she was just like refusing to do shit yeah you know and it was like I said it was just her being tired so you know the only thing was for me to take something fun away from her for a day. Just so that she realized, like, you know, all right, well, you know, I, I I can't do that. That's wrong, obviously, you know. And now she knows that her teacher is in great communication with me so that, you know, yeah, any little thing that she does in school that's, like, not in her nature, he's going to he's gonna email me and let me know. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean, like... You know, I'm going to, you know, and I told her that, you know, I was like, this doesn't mean that every time that this happens, like I'm going to scream at you or I'm going to, you know, we just need to talk this out. We need to figure out what's going on because I want you to be able to talk to me and tell me what's wrong. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think that that's, you know, I don't think that's a bad way to go about it, but there's a lot of people where the first initial thing to do is to whoop their kids ass. Uh, you know what I mean? And it's good because you're actually sitting there trying to teach. There's responsibility for your actions, mm -hmm. right? And when at the end of the day, you know, children don't have that ability at all times. Or or it's not that they don't have the ability, but they lack the aware, awareness to be able to do this consistently day in, day out, see cause and effect. Yeah. So, you know, even at a young age, you start seeing toddlers like, you're like, don't do that. And they're like, What's going to happen when I do it? You know what I mean? And so even like, you know, at one of my appointments today, actually, uh, the kid was like, just kept climbing on stuff. And uh, the mom was like, don't do that. And the way, okay, not my kid, obviously, whatever. But it's it's interesting because like, I felt like I knew how to communicate with the kid more than she did. And I know that's probably not true. It's probably just me in that moment. But he was doing like little boy stuff and I've been a little boy. So part of me was just like, you actually are, like, making him want to do it. So I just looked at him, and I go, hey, you want me to pick you up again? And he's like, I'm like, you got to get down then. And I just, and he was just like, no. And I'm like, all right. I just turn, and I go, hey. Da, 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 da. So now he's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> just comes down. I'm like, no, you don't get to do that and still get what you want. Like, it's just right. not how it goes. And so, you know, teaching that cause and effect. So I think even when I go back to my previous thing, it's like you have to be able to teach kids responsibility. And I do think... Both parents have a role in teaching that, but I do think that when maybe it's more of a traditional thought, I'm, I'm kind of a traditionalist in certain ways, very certain ways, mm -hmm. but I do think that responsibility comes more from a father. Like my mom can tell me a lot of things, but I don't always believe her because she's my mom. Like it just is what it is. She'd be like, oh, you're handsome. I'm like, whatever, mom, shut up. Like I'm ugly. It doesn't even matter. Right, right. My dad's like, oh, you look good today. I'm like, oh, fucking look good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. up? You know, yeah, you, know, you, know yeah. you did such a good job. I could have lost a wrestling match. She's like, you did a great job. Did you try your artist? I'm like, fuck off, mom. <laughs> my dad's like, good job. You don't even got to say shit. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I did that like shit. You know what I mean? What's good? Yeah. So there is a level of responsibility 
that comes from a father or a male figure in your life that I don't know if moms give. Now, here's where I'm going to, you know, even go against what I just said. If my mom was like a neurosurgeon and she saw me do surgery and then watched my tape, it was like, perfect, good job. I'd be like, good shit, you know what I mean? Because, like, she's in that field. So it's not like moms can't. It just means, like, my dad could just, like, some stupid shit, like... I'd be like, ha yeah, you know, like, I remember, like, I had this guy who was kind of, like, a male figure in my life, and it was when one of the first jobs I got, and he was this big, big guy, big, strong, and I always wanted to, like, I don't know, I wanted him to like me so bad, mm-hmm. and he just didn't, because I was arrogant, and he just, like, <laughs> like, I don't know, I just, I didn't know, so one day he comes up to me, and I'm actually sitting there talking with this girl, and he comes up from behind me, and he just smack. I mean, this dude's, like, on... He's juiced up, you know what I mean? He's probably like 260 with a 12-pack, you know, big dude. Comes up from behind me, didn't see him coming, and he just goes like, whap, and just hits me in the chest like hard, like almost knocked the wind out of me. I was like, like, and now I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to look like it hurt in front of this girl, so I'm just kind of like, and he's just like, you know what? I used to think you were an arrogant asshole. Now I just know you're just really confident. I love you. And just walks away. And that, I was fucking juiced up for two weeks. I was just like, yeah, yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? I didn't show it, but like, I was just, yeah, yeah. He said, Brandon said something about me like that. You know what I mean? I just remember feeling so good about it. And it was like, not even like the best compliment in the world. Like if I told somebody, if I walked up, I was like, used to think you were a bitch. Like, now you're not. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> just like, right. You'd be like, well, fuck you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just remember it's like this moment, <laughs> this moment of like, oh. Bruised him up. And it came from a, like a, a male figure. So I don't know. That's when I get... When I was even saying fatherlessness in the beginning, that's part of it. Yeah. You know, and I think even you just sitting down and showing that, like, I was having a conversation with somebody. She was like, oh, are you a violent person then? Because I was I was telling her, like, oh, I used to, like, teach this and that, whatever. She's like, oh, you're a violent person then? I'm like, no. Like, actually, matter of fact, the only people that truly need gentleness are people that actually have the capability or capacity to be violent. You know what I mean? Like, at some level, if you're, you know... 70 pounds soaking wet and your your hardest punch is like this like okay when you're being gentle no one cares <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean gentleness is the the you know you can measure gentleness more and it's more of a critical attribute to have for somebody who's capable of the very much opposite of gentleness that's, you know that's what i mean so there's, there's true. a control that's aspect so true to it because i i feel like and i'm not violent at all like i said i'm just more aggressive but I feel like if there's like a you need to talk to me or have a conversation, it needs to be soft. You know what I mean? Because then if you're coming at me aggressive, then I'm just going to, you know, reflect that, you know, and I'm just going to or you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm just going to act on that, act how if you're being aggressive with me, I'm going to be aggressive right back. So if you're trying to get to me and have me understand you, then you got to talk to me you know, softly don't, you know, do all the extra shit or whatever. Cause then that's when shit starts to escalate, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm not that type of person to just like go off, but I just feel like, you know, certain people know how to handle me. Even, even my mom, right? Like my mom, like she would never like see, I, w- I, I can't, I can't explain it, but I can't be like that. I can't be violent in front of my mom. I mean, although, like, I got arrested in front of my mom, but it was just, like, more me, like, talking back to the officer and, 
his ass wasn't you know what I'm saying yeah, no, so he put me thing. in cuffs and shit like that and as soon as I seen my mom and my mom looked at me I was like mm, in the back of the car you know what I'm saying I so I this. could act aggressive towards mm-hmm. somebody acting aggressive towards me but especially another male. once I seen my mom it it was over like, I, was, I can't I, I agree I can't really be aggressive around females like that mm-mm. now there was times where I used to try to like show out and beat up a dude right and it if I'm doing that it's almost always his girlfriend's getting him into something that I feel like I have to do something. Back, back when I was young, like this right. is 10 plus years ago, maybe. Right, right. But like, it'd be like, my boyfriend could beat you up. Call him up right now. Right. I don't give, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. prove it. Tell him to bring a friend. You know, I'm beating both their asses. I don't give a fuck. So that's like how I was positioned. And she'd be like, do something, whatever your name is. You know? Right. Like, please do. Come on. You know, like, I would always yeah. just feel like I had to do, because now there's people around. Mm-hmm. But, like, even when I was young, I had this, like, little phase where I kept fighting, getting in fights with my stepdad. And it was like, my mom would be, like, start crying. I'm like, damn, I'm an asshole. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, if she didn't cry, I'd be like, bitch. You know? And yeah, just yeah. keep, like, I was a wrestler, so I could kind of control the situation. Yeah, if you didn't you know, see, like, her emotions through that, it wouldn't get, it would gauge you to, you know, just to keep being aggressive there. But I just... You, I don't know, you man. I can't teach explain a boy it. just... how to protect, how to protect, just in general. Not right. even just women, but like just protect. If you don't, like, almost, I don't know what word, like ordain, or like, if you don't like give that responsibility to men, it could be pointed in a way that's actually used to harm. Mm-hmm. Like that same thing, the same thing in me. That's like, yo, you mess with one of my boys, I'm beating your ass. Hundred percent. That same thing could be like I'm beating your ass to take what I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That same like <clears throat> instinct. It's like funny because my my friend, um, he was a ranger, and so you know army ranger, and he's just like super. He's one of the most badass people I know. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he has this thing, and I've, I've met other seals. They kind of have that thing too, like a lot of special forces in the military, where they could be like the worst person you know, but they've aimed that thing. At being like the best person you know or the most protective, the most thing. So they're still utilizing that characteristic but pointing it in the right direction, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was funny because even on the way here, I was just talking to my mom about something random, um, somebody else in my family, and she was like, you got to raise a child in the way that they should go. You know what I mean? Because, wow. and it's true, you have to take that attribute that they already have and then like speak into it and grow, fertilize it so that it can actually grow and cultivate in a way that's actually, you know, life bringing to those around him yeah and if not it's just gonna you know hurt everyone around him. isn't that crazy that you had that conversation with your mom and it resonated with what we're having here yeah dude i literally so crazy two hours ago like literally on the way here so crazy 20 minutes getting here because our moms know man like they know and i know if you have a conversation with your mom she gonna be straight up with you too and is and And women can jump into a situation with two men so, like, for instance, you two start fighting. If a girl jumps in the middle, you almost have – there's some guys that don't really fight, but almost every guy I know, a girl jumps in the middle, you have to stop because yeah. you can't hurt her. I can hurt you. can't hurt her. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't like her, I can be like, I still can't do nothing. Right. I can't swing with her in the middle. And women kind of know that for the most part. And so they, they almost have that capacity of being like, I know he's acting up, but he's not going to hit me, you know. Now some yeah, of that some scares women me sometimes that. because some, some guys that. don't. You can't do nothing, yeah, because you know, some of them, yeah, but. some of them instigate a little bit too much, and you know that's where um, not all guys are the same, right? Not all yeah. guys are the same, man. And they'll they'll you want to act like a man? All right, 
especially in nowadays culture. We're yeah. trying to make all things equal, but you know. we're not. Men and women are not equal. We should be treated equally. We're not equal. And even getting to your last point, like I don't think all cultures are equal. I don't think all. I don't think none of that. I think there's a beauty within each culture. And actually, when we just say, "Oh, we're all the same," or all this, it's actually saying like, "I don't actually see you for the individual qualities that you have that are beautiful." To me, mm-hmm. like that's what I hear. So I don't like that. So a lot of people are like, "Men and women are equal." I go, "In what ways?" Right. Like I don't even try to train, and I'm like, women that are similar in size to me, I'm stronger than. Mm-hmm. And I don't even train as hard as them. They train twice as hard. I'm still stronger. In high school, I barely tried to run, and I was faster than every girl at school. And I was, like, not even really trying, you know? So there is a place where it's, like, maybe we're talking physical or meant. It, it doesn't matter what realm we put it in. We're just not equal. However, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't have the same opportunities. You shouldn't be looked at, like, poorly because of your, you know, your sex or whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it should be a place where... I, I know what you're trying to say, and I actually agree with the heart posture behind what you're saying, but taking it another step deeper, I actually think, like, there's things, there's a beauty that Chinese people carry based on their culture that Americans that are born American that don't have anything from Chinese culture and don't visit and don't pick up and don't humble themselves to learn from that culture will never have. But there's a beauty that they have, and I think when we just go, oh, you know, we're all the same. Fuck that. Fucking, we're, we're not fucking you just said they don't know how to drive. <laughs> yeah, I know. God damn it. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I go there. I go there, man. And it's so I, I get to be so blessed when they, they show me a new aspect of something that I would never learn. Right. Otherwise. That's true. And I, I think like I, I do that in good fun because I know who's watching the podcast. I like to mess with people like mm-hmm. low key without them. <laughs> you know, they can't even defend themselves a little bit. But like it's just kind of fun. <laughs> a little so. bit. Yeah, you know, like, they just hit me up later, like, you racist ass, (laughs) you know, but, like, there's a beauty to that, and for me, it goes back to, you know, I I, I don't know, that's, uh, yeah, that's what it is, that's (laughs) what it is, I was gonna say a bunch of stuff, I'm like, ah, no, I say this, even biblically, it'll be, like, every tribe, nation, and tongue, we see worshiping God, so, to me, even if, like, God sees you, different people, and different tribes, and different languages, and different cultures, and everything, and he sees that, then, you know, to me, that's the litmus test. So if he can see it, I can see it. That's fine. It just, you can't like be like, oh, because you're X culture or X skin color or X, you know, sex or you, now you don't have this opportunity to me. That's, that's unacceptable. Like we're all should be equal in opportunity, equal in this. And then obviously that gets into a whole nother talk. If you really want to go deep with that. But at the same time, it's like, we should all have the same opportunities. We're just not equal. And that's part of the issues that I have with a lot of culture right now because they're going, oh, me and this person are equal. I'm like, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. Like, we're very different, and we should actually be uh, looked at as different so we can actually see the beauty that she has or he has, depending on who we're talking about, and that I have, mm-hmm. right? Me and you aren't the same. There's ways that I'm way better than you. There's ways that you're way better than me, and actually that's what makes us individuals and makes us amazing, you know? So, anyways. That's true. I love every little bit of what you said. Claps for you. Oh, thanks. Claps for you, Sean. Claps for you. And that's the most frustrating part of... <laughs> Sio Come on, bitch. I said some, some beautiful shit, too. Come on. No, Come it's on. Just, you did, let too. Sean finish. Yeah. Wait, he wow. did finish. I was going to keep going, but... Whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, you interrupted him. Go ahead. I'm so no, sorry. I'm going to cut both of y'all I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a really good episode. Uh, this is breaking the fourth wall here. We recorded an episode last week, and we all absolutely freaking hated it. Was it. it was horrible. It was literally... We're not going to tell you what it was about, because we may try to do it again. What better. if we do? But what if we don't? 
It was the worst thing we've ever made ever. So we just <laughs> didn't record it. I hate you guys. And now this is like the the replacement for it, and I just feel really good. I feel like there was a lot of really good points, and honestly, I feel like this is something we can keep talking about. But it's been almost that hour and a half already. Oh wow, um, that didn't feel like ninety minutes at all. Before we stop, can we talk about sports violence super quick? Did we not do that already? With we didn't talking really about really get it. Just in general, like I touched on it briefly. You touched on Cain Velasquez. You know, but I don't know if we taught you broke your leg. You know what I mean? Do you have anything to share about sports? I, I just think like <laughs> you really just want to extend the episode. Well, don't no, no, you? no. There's there's a place where I'm just looking at like little prompts that we have on the side, breaking the fourth wall yet again. But with right. that being said, I just think like the thing that I've talked about, you've hinted at. You know, we've kind of all kind of hinted at it. Is like what actually makes violence violence? You know. Is a hard hitting football violence? Like I, I don't think it is. You already heard what I was thinking, but it's like, what do you guys actually think? Because there are a lot of things. Like, when do sports become violence, and when does it? You know, is violence entertaining? Like, violence is entertaining. Violence is. is very entertaining. I mean, you could you could even look on World Star right now and see how many videos are of this person getting knocked out, or you know, uh, LeBron James violently. Elbowing somebody and the making it a big deal. I, mean, I guess it was a kid from here, um, from Rochester that. He oh, I know exactly what you're talking Pistons. about. I don't know the exact story, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. So I mean, but that kid's a big dude, and he's he's like they say that he's like, I forget what that guy's name is on the Pistons back in the day where he was aggressive. Um, but I mean, <clears throat> but what makes somebody aggressive in sports? I mean, okay. There's an, there's an, I want to change aggressive and doing, I don't want to put those together. So let's say, right. let's say, let's use that LeBron James thing, right? LeBron James, he's a confident player or what have you, but you never really see him being aggressive or hitting somebody or making a f- hard foul because LeBron James is about his body. He, he pays, what, a million dollars for Plus. his plus a year to keep up with his body. So, of course, he's not going to be throwing elbows and doing shit like that all the time. But he once that, yeah, but that time there, that was brutal. Yeah. That, that that looked very intentional, and LeBron James ain't shit really happened to him then. Do but. you remember the story? Because for those who don't know what's going on, we kind of need to tell them the story. Well, I also no, want to change was, aggressive I was, and violence. You know what I mean? Because I think I'm a very aggressive person, but I'm not very violent. But that's that. I agree. I'm the same way. I'm a very. So with that being said, person, I don't. I don't necessarily think aggression leads to violence. So, but it when does. You start though, but it does. Though, so, but changes. I mean, when there's bloodshed, right? Like the but, kid. What what, what happened? The kid was being. And that's fine. In that I case. guess the kid was following him, following him, or following one of his one of his teammates a little bit too hard. And, you know, I guess he got a little bit too close and LeBron James elbowed the fuck out of him. But it looked unintentional like it. And I'm sure he 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 intended to do it. But it was just like he made it look like LeBron to me. I don't really watch basketball like that. But when I do, he's always intentionally doing something and just getting away with it because it's Brown. Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart. He's from Rochester. Um, but I mean, LeBron made a name out <laughs> of his That's why his ass. whole mentality, you know, he, that felt like Rochester to me. You know what I mean? He, the whole situation, I'm like, LeBron was Rochester. 
So it was Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> right, nah. That I whole, mean, that whole uh, like I, system. There's so many people that be acting like that out here. Just I can't explain it. It's yeah, just, it is what it is. It's our. It's the culture that is out here. You know? Yeah, that's why we have the highest murder per capita in the United States. Mm-hmm. Is the whole reason. You know, what I mean, I love the RLC. Uh, I don't know. You were you were mentioning about when I broke my leg. I mean, that simple story. I really do think it was an accident. I mean, I had two guys tackle me on the left side of the line, um, and I really do. I don't think it was intentional because, like, it was just a freak accident. Like, I don't, I don't think there's a way you can purposely break someone's leg unless you're stomping on it. And they didn't stomp on my leg. It was just an accident. You know, I mean, you got a hard helmet. You just kind of. <laughs> no, I know. But, like, that, I claim, is an accident. But, like, at the end of, I, dude, I was in the field for, like, an hour before they got me, like, situated and ready to leave. Um, was your bone sticking out or not? No, it wasn't sticking out. It was bad, though. I got a, I got a rod from my. Knee down to my ankle and my tibia, and then the fibia you can't do anything with because it's so it's so thin. Uh, but I got a rod in that bone, and then two screws near my knee, two screws near my ankle, and I can't feel the right side of my right knee anymore. Clutch. How was that clutch? Because now you can just get hit there, nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Shut up. It's like this side of my face. I can't feel. That's why sometimes when I smile, I got like droopy situations going on because it's all titanium. I never noticed that. Really? Well, sorry about your droopy face. <laughs> Anyways, like. I like so my my teammates were so upset about what happened that I left and then they just they destroyed the team. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even kidding. I think it was like a, like 50 to 11. Like it was some crazy score and they just beat the shit out of this team because of what happened. Like we weren't like an amazing team. We were pretty average, but like they got fired up. That was an event that just I don't think it was they were violent, but they were mad. They were they were they had aggression in them and then they just you know, took it out. It's interesting. I actually, you just made sparked a story that I kind of almost forgot of. We had a, when I played rugby, we were like this team. And we'd be D1 one year, D2. We are kind of like the bottom of the barrel D1, top of the barrel D2. So we'd just kind of flip back and forth. And um, we'd have a winning record either year, but like the bo- the worst team, like based on these factors, would go D2. So anyways, this one year we were D2, but we played a lot of D- D1 teams, right? And so whatever. So we're playing this one team, and... Um, I was one of the harder hitters on the team. I wasn't the hardest, but this guy, Steve, on our team, Scuba Steve, if you're seeing, but he got knocked out. <laughs> Steve got knocked out. He hits hard, but the problem was that this guy kept, like, high kneeing, you know, and we kept telling Steve, you can't tackle like it's football. There's no pads. You can't be, like, putting your head in, like, those spots, you know what I mean, because it's not football. You're going to get knocked out. That's what we'd always tell him. And, of course, this dude was high kneeing the whole time, and he was kind of being – douchey about it we all kind of knew and there's some players that like do stuff that are like you wouldn't be able to see it if you don't know what's going on fully but like you could tell that he wasn't being you know sportsman like and so he's high knee and boom steve goes to tackle puts his head across the body which is rugby so you don't want to do that you want to be cheek to cheek right and so dude high knees boom hits him knocks him out so steve's on the field like arms just going whatnot and steve was my boy so i just remember being like i'm about to fuck Everybody, y'all getting the smoke. And it got to the place where it's like, I, I thought I was the only one feeling that way. Because I was the first one to Steve. I see him across the, I'm like, damn, I stopped playing. I was just like, you all keep playing. The rugby just keeps going. You can be you can be broken. They don't give a fuck about you. They just keep going. And so I remember just running over there, not playing. So eventually enough attention. There's people kind of running on the field, so they stop. When we started up the game, we were hitting this team so hard, the game got stopped early. Because we were just like, we weren't even like throwing punches. We were just like, 
Well, we kind of were like we'd tackle somebody and get up off the ground and use their head as like a as like a kick. Thanks, you know. And now the ref's like, "Stop doing that!" And we're like, "Next tackle, fucking did it again." Mm -hmm. Yellow card. As I'm walking off the field, fuck off. (laughs) Just like it doesn't even matter. We were just hitting each other, so they stopped the game early. But I just think about that. It's interesting how like in team dynamics, there's there's times (laughs) where you feel so bonded to people because of shared misery. Like, in a sports team, you get beat up. Military, you get beat up. There's, like, this thing that you need, and it builds a camaraderie. But anyways, I just want to talk about sports violence real quick. That's all. You feel better now? I do. Well, I do. Sean extended the episode another seven minutes, so hopefully you enjoyed all that content. (laughs) Let's really wrap it up this time. Uh, Sile, closing thoughts. Um, Closing thoughts for me. Um, you know, just think about all the violence that's going on, um, especially what's going on in Rochester. Um, I just want to say, you know, and I'm just one of many that, that feel this way in Rochester, you know, just stop the violence, put the guns down. You know, if you really have a problem with somebody, you know, meet them up somewhere and fight, but, you know, put in, you know, uh, just putting somebody away, you know, just for, you know, for something that's so minimal, like it's probably not even a problem um, up until that day and you kill somebody, you know what I mean? Like you got to feel like shit, you know, after taking your own self away from, you know, your friends and your family and even your, your kids, you know, so before thinking about picking up that gun and, you know, uh, you know, doing something to somebody, just think about your actions because, you know, you may think that you're going to get away with the shit, you know, no matter how mu- much you plan or you think you 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 plan this out or, you know, nobody's seen this or, you know, there's somebody that's going to see see it and not not agree with you at all. And you're going to be locked up and that's it. So for me, it's just, you know, stop the violence. You know, I I am an aggressive person. And I want to work on that myself so that, you know, things don't become violent. So I would hope that a lot of people think the same way I do. Hmm. That's pretty good. I agree. I'll even jump on that bandwagon. I think I think you just need to control that aggression. You know what I mean? So I don't I think aggression's good. I think it's healthy, Um, but it has to be controlled and put in the right area. Which is why I like to make the distinction between aggressiveness and violence. Mm-hmm. I don't think violence is ever right. I do think that. Well, okay. Uh, I think violence is sometimes right, but it's not always justified. Right. And so, with that being said, but I, I think aggression can always be fine. Um, I don't actually think that's a quality that needs to be taken away, but it has to be learned how to be controlled in a way that's healthy. So, for instance, if I'm aggressively doing my job, then I'm just good at my job. If I'm aggressively, you know, eating something quickly or if I'm aggressively working out, like, who cares? You know what I mean? But it has to be pointed. You have to learn how to point that in a way that's actually healthy and beneficial to those around you, Mm -hmm. not at a place of harm. So I I definitely agree. I think that's good. I think, um, you know, learning how to settle our differences is important when it comes to, like, thinking about, you know, local type stuff. It's like, you know, go beat each other up. Why can't we do that? You know, I mean, just square and take up, the ass together. whooping too. You yeah, know, taking that because a lot of people, yeah, take that L. A lot of people, you know, they get scared and 
get the ass whoop and then come back and then kill that person? And what what sense does that make? I mean, think about you know this. I mean? Anybody I mean, can pull the trigger. Not everybody can take a punch. Exactly. So at the end of the day, don't be a bitch. But yeah, on the side note, that's a fact. Look at a lot of people that are engaging in this stuff are, are fairly young, and it's kind of like, okay, you're young. Project yourself if five years in the future and you don't even live around the same people. Imagine if you'd still care. If the answer is no. It ain't worth it, right? It's not like he's out here, you know, slapping your moms, you know. And even right. then, it's like, did she deserve it? <laughs> I'm just kidding, but like, <laughs> but like at the same time, at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, it's yeah, just like project yourself in the future. I mean. I don't even remember half the drama I got into in high school. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I couldn't even tell you. I can remember a couple stories. Most of it, I'm like, I don't even know. I just remember I fought this kid. I know there was a reason, you know, but it's just so trivial and pedantic that it doesn't matter. And so, yeah. Wow. That was pretty good. Yeah. What and a also, good episode. Never skip leg day like Alex, or you get broken legs. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I skipped leg day that day, and that's why I broke my leg. Yep, that's well, why. It obviously wasn't that day. It was just in general. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm violent. Son of a bitch. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching today's episode. Um, question of the day. How do you avoid violence? What are your keys to not get into that place where you're about to beat someone's ass or do something that you're going to regret? So how do you avoid? Or how do you define violence? Or we'll just I mean, switch there's the a lot of question to whatever Sean wants. Well, I mean, at the at the end of the day, not a lot of people are getting into situation. I would say the majority of the world does not get in a situation where they consistently are finding themselves in a place where people could harm them. I know, but violence is such a different thing to where it could be physical or verbal. Hence why I'm asking, what is violence? All right. Well, whatever question you want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> answer some just questions. Just answer it. Pick a question. Maybe we should have more than one question. Well, if Anchor would let me do that, then... Okay, fine. We'll, we'll do your question, whatever. Answer our damn question. <laughs> uh, follow us on all of our socials, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to watch and listen to all of our episodes. Um, go to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, today, this is like two weeks in advance, but like we just posted an awesome, stupid short of something stupid we were doing before we started recording a few weeks ago, uh, and it is the best thing that we have ever made. Um, so check all that stuff out. Next week, next week, we are doing uh, a giveaway. So on this episode and next week's episode, you have to like it on YouTube, you have to be subscribed, and you either have to comment on YouTube or Spotify um, that you want to enter in our giveaway. We're going to be giving away a t-shirt of our logo. We're going to pop the design up on next week's episode because it's still in the works, Uh, but we're giving away a t-shirt. Again, like our video on YouTube, subscribe to us, make a comment saying you want to be entered in the drawing to win because we need a little more audience participation. And this is what's going to do it, giving away some free shit. Um, so we're going to do that for Medella with the fuzzy jacket. Don't hurt his kid or else he will hurt you. For Sean, I thought you were flinging a rubber band in my eye. He's going to kick your ass and he's going to like it because why not? <laughs> well, I always got to be that way. I, you, you know, know what I mean? I, don't, I, I just said I'm not violent. You know what I mean? For Sean, who's going to give you a big fat kiss? That, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I just hope I my phone is still recording because it's been an hour and 40 minutes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. But remember, be good, be safe. We'll see you next time. Peace! I'm home. Let me tell you something real quick. No, let me tell you something real quick. 
Let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> Bro, you guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs>